0: I want you, if you're listening to this episode right now, I want you to imagine yourself at the end of your life and think about the things that you want right now and think about how it would feel to not even have tried them. How does that make you feel? If you can tap into that feeling and understand that the opinions of other people have no influence on the life that you deserve and should lead. You are limitlessly powerful
1: in what you can create. My name is Leigh Farneson. My brother Anders and I are on a mission to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives. We firmly believe that the more healthy and fit vegans there are in the world, the faster veganism will spread. Let's work together to inspire change, spread compassion, and challenge the status quo. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. Hey, what's going on? My name is Leigh Farneson, and today I am joined by Jake Singer, our team's creative director, and we've got a really cool episode in store for you. So Jake, you recently posted on Facebook something that I think is a really cool topic that I want to get into. So could you share what you posted, and then we'll go from there?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me back on the podcast. Yeah, love for love being sure. here. Uh, so excited for this episode and to share these thoughts with everyone. But yeah, basically the post that I made on Facebook basically said, well, I'll read it word for word. At every point in my life, growth has always been disguised as fear. It's a lesson I continue to relearn because that feeling never goes away. You only set new bars to reach that each time will take you back to that feeling. Can I do this? What if I fail? Is this the right choice? The beauty is that each time you conquer that fear, you get to play on the next level. And eventually you'll end up in a place that the person you started as would be scared to even think about being. But luckily, because you took action through the different stages of fear, the person you are now knows it's 100% possible.
1: Boom, mic drop. <laughs> so how, yeah, what does that, could you get into a little bit more about what that means to you? Kind of maybe how do you view fear and what does that mean? what does this post really mean to you? Yeah. I mean, I think that
0: anytime I post something on Facebook, I generally relate it to something I've experienced in my own life. And in regards to the fear that I felt throughout my journey and the 31 years I've been on this earth, the biggest thing is just really looking back on all the steps that I've taken to get where I am now. So I really like to think about my journey as a content creator and where I started from. And the fact of when I picked up my first camera, I had no idea that what I'm doing now would even be a possibility, right? I just did it because I wanted to make some YouTube videos about veganism online. And Oh God, if I look at those now, it's, it's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) They're really bad. They're really bad. But you know, like in that process, I started to see opportunities for myself because I started saying yes to things that scared me. So I remember the first time that I did a photo shoot for a family, like one of the simplest things you could do. There's really no stress. You can't mess it up because it's like, even if you do, you could probably do a reshoot or something like that. But I remember just being so nervous for that and like (laughs) probably spent like a whole day thinking about it and preparing and all those things. Anyway, I went through with it and conquered that fear. And then Eventually I said, wow, this is something I could actually do and like make money with. So my goal was to make money with photography after a year. And I ended up making money after four months because an opportunity came to become a wedding photographer um, and be an apprentice for a company. And again, I remember the fear that I, I felt of doing my first wedding. And I wasn't the lead shooter, you know, I was the second shooter. So again, the stress wasn't as much on me, but I said yes to that opportunity. And I stepped into that fear. And from there, then I started doing lead weddings. And then from there, I started getting more confident with posting my own content and my YouTube videos got better and then more opportunities came for me. So it's just this trajectory of me always saying yes to these opportunities that really scared me at my core, but looking back now and seeing how much they made me grow and how much of a necessity that they were for me to be exactly where I am now and now understanding what the bar is and how I can race it to even the next level. Because I think, you know, you hear the analogy a lot like people only see the tip of the iceberg for people that have success or the skills that they have. And that's so true because this journey has been, I think, seven years now that I've been doing content of me having to take those action steps into fear and becoming better. So I'm only where I'm at now because I said yes to those things. So today's episode is really about understanding where you're at in your life for somebody who's listening to this and what things are scaring you and how you can step into that fear to eventually get to where you want to be.
1: How do you move forward despite that fear? Is it just a matter of saying like, oh, screw it, I'm just going to do it and just say yes, even though you're super nervous? Or how do you, what do you think are some kind of strategies for for doing that?
0: Yeah, so there's a really great quote by Nelson Mandela and it basically says, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. So it's not about eliminating fear. I wanna just get that <laughs> right off the bat, is like you're you're never gonna eliminate that feeling. I think that as you go through life, you're gonna continue to feel fear, but you're just gonna be playing on different levels. Um, so I think it does really come down to just stepping into it and doing it. I can't say that there's really any like strategies of, working through it for me, it's just a matter of just, I think the first time is the hardest. The first time you step into fear and you have that unknowingness, it's going to be really scary no matter what you're doing. I don't care if it's starting a new job or, um, a goal that you're working on or wanting to commit to your, your fitness journey, whatever it is, it's going to be scary. But the more that you do it, what I've found is that it's like a muscle. So the more that you can say yes to opportunities, um, that are disguised as fear, the the easier it's going to be to just step into it. So anytime a new opportunity presents itself for me, it's still scary. It's still scary. That fear doesn't go away. But because I've done it so much now, I know that on the other side of that fear is everything that I want. So really the first time you just, you got to just hype yourself up and you got to just do it.
1: Yeah. I love that quote. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Mm -hmm. It's so true, and. To your point, that fear, at least for me, and uh, as you said, for you, that never goes away. The fear never goes away because the things that you are committing to are just bigger and bigger. Right. <laughs> so the fear is larger and larger, uh, maybe respective to the the beginning opportunities or fear that you were trying to push through. But you are also getting better. So right. that bigger fear is kind of... It's it's a similar situation. Right. And I view you you talked about kind of pushing through fear as being a muscle that you can strengthen. And I I think a great kind of analogy here is that when you go into the gym, you are building your muscles, you're building strength, you're building confidence in the gym, but the gym never gets easier. Mm-hmm. Really? Like maybe it gets a little bit easier to get into a consistent groove, but as far as the difficulty of workouts, it never gets easier. You just get stronger and your workouts get harder. Yeah, (laughs) And the same thing happens with fear where yes, it might get, a, it might become easier for you to say, okay, yes, I've proven this again and again, that leaning into fear and just saying yes in the face of fear is leads me to the life that I want to live. So that might get a little bit easier, but it never actually really gets easier to push through the fear because that fear as you level up in whatever area of life we're talking about, that fear just becomes larger and larger. Yeah, exactly.
0: I think that that's what most people don't understand. They think people who are successful, that it's easy for them. No, it's not. They've just taken the steps necessary to become stronger and be able to again play on those different levels. It's exactly like you said. I love the quote. You know, life doesn't get easier; you just get stronger. It's the same premise, right? So you're just going to find yourself on different playing fields. What scares me now? How that would have scared me when I first started? I would have been like, "No way!" Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I'm yeah, not, that's true. I'm not going to that. I wouldn't even think of it as a possibility. I wouldn't even fathom it. Um, But now I get to say, yeah, I'm gonna step into that fear. And like the younger version of myself, if he would have known that I was doing this, he would have been like, how is this even possible? But it's because again, I said yes to those things constantly. And no, it, it it really doesn't get easier. It just, the barrier to entry gets, Shorter, I guess, or it gets easier in that sense. Where I'm just like, okay, I know I'm scared, but I'm gonna do it anyway. And so, like, I'm quicker to like make that decision versus who I would have been before, where I really would have thought about it a lot more. Um, but it's really cool. It's really cool to be at this place because I also want to mention opportunities. You will have more opportunities the more that you step into fear. When you're first starting, you're not gonna have many opportunities you may only get one or two good opportunities in your life. And if you don't say yes to them, it's gonna be really hard to get that momentum going. But the more that you do say yes, the more opportunities you have, because then you start to surround yourself with other people and other ideas and other avenues um, to just continue to level up. But those opportunities won't be available to you until you step into those first you know, smaller fears.
1: Yeah, I just there have been so many kind of pivotal points in my journey where I guess I I often come back to fitness and business because those are kind of the two things that I have had to work through lots of fears to to level up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, really at every single point in building the vegan gym, I've been afraid <laughs> of literally like everything. Right. <laughs> Whether it's filming filming an ad for, for, uh, Facebook and, and doing a video ad. Like that's not something that comes naturally to me. I really don't, I'm getting more and more comfortable being on camera and having you help with that has been really, really helpful. But yeah, that's an example. Or just, I remember the fear of going in and quitting my job and knowing, okay, I need to go Make it on my own, yep. <laughs> like that was really scary. And in in hindsight, I actually jumped. I jumped shit probably about a year too early <laughs> <laughs> from a financial perspective. Yeah, uh, I needed a lot more runway than I thought I did. Yeah, <laughs> so things got a little dicey there. But every single time I have leaned in, into that fear and kind of in that situation and some others, just. Kind of put my back up against the wall and said, "You're gonna friggin' figure this out." Those have been my biggest breakthrough moments in life, and there's just there's no there's no other way to build a life that you're really that you really truly love. Build. Build a mind that you want. Build a body that you want. Build a life that you want. Build a career that you want. Build the relationships that you want. There's no way to do that without fear, right? And the need to push through that fear. One hundred percent.
0: And just to be clear here, this is we're not saying make stupid decisions, right? You know, you should still be a little calculated about where you want to be. And there's some questions you can ask yourself that will align with making sure you're, you're taking the right path. And we'll dive into those um, in this episode. Um, but regardless, at some point, there's going to be a gap that you have to face. There's going to be a gap between what you want, where you are now, and you're going to have to leap. It's never, I don't think anyone's ever going to feel truly 100% prepared to level up into that next phase and have it be like a super seamless transition. It's just not the reality of life. You know, any if think about anything you've done in life, whether you've started a new job, um, whether you've started like a fitness journey, whether you've acquired a new skill. If you can think back on when you started, there's always that awkward moment. Right. I saw a meme the other day and it's like in order to get to where you want to be with whatever it is, you have to climb cringe mountain first. Right. So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) like you have to. It's really true. Yeah. It's going to be a little cringy. It's going to be a little, you know awkward at first, but what i found actually though, is it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. When you think about making these decisions or stepping into fear, your mind always plays the worst case scenario. So it's kind of like back to the post I said like, is, am I going to fail? Is this actually what I want? Like all these things, right? Your, your mind is going to take you to the worst case scenario and be like, oh, I don't know about this, you know, because we're wired as humans to avoid fear and avoid things that have potential danger. So we're really going against like, you know, our biological wiring as humans to, you know, need to be safe and and reproduce and all those things. So this is why this is hard, but we're at a point now in life where most people, you know, have the basic necessities of life and we don't necessarily have to worry about surviving. So it's like this mental game that you have to play, but I don't know about you, but every time I have stepped into that fear, even though there may be challenges and it might be hard in some cases. It's never as bad as I think. I'm always just like, oh, that wasn't as terrible and now I feel so much better for doing it.
1: Yeah, it's really... I think the most challenging part is just working up the courage to commit. Yeah. (laughs) that At least for me, that's often the most challenging part because to your point, once you do commit, it often ends up being easier than you thought it was going to be. Yeah. And... I also loved what you said about the need to climb cringe mountain. You were talking about kind of your first videos that you filmed for YouTube and how (laughs) absolutely cringy they would be if you go back and watch them. And I, I think about like the first episode of this podcast, it's still, it's still live. So if you haven't listened to it, you can, but you'll notice a pretty substantial difference between that episode and our current episodes. And we needed to do that first episode to get here yeah everyone needs to do that take that first step before they get to step a hundred a thousand etc so yeah it's just just being okay with knowing that you're gonna make mistakes and you're gonna do things that are cringy but it's probably if you just focus on putting one step in front of the other it's probably gonna be easier than you, think it is because our brains do have a tendency to kind of spin those worst case scenarios as you said and it's it's also it's pretty amazing how quickly you can master certain things and and make significant breakthroughs when you apply consistent effort so yeah i think yeah lots of good points that you brought up
0: yeah and you you know (laughs) I'm just thinking about the first thing that I I told you when I started doing, you know, our YouTube videos, I was like, Hey, let's delete all these old videos.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, some of those are really bad. In fact, we had, this was even before we were doing YouTube. We were publishing some honors and I were publishing some videos on Facebook and he pulled out one of those videos. He stumbled on one about a month ago and he sent it to me and it is terrible. (laughs) like one of the worst videos i've ever seen and it was me and honor <laughs> in it and that's just that's just a required part of the process yeah and i have really been trying to make a conscious effort to accept that i'm going to suck at new things right and that's okay yeah it's
0: it's about getting past like the embarrassment you might feel if you can get past that you're golden and you need to be able to be willing to try as well. You're gonna try a lot of things that aren't gonna be you know, good, right? But it's necessary because you just continue to dial in what is required. And if you can do that, if you can get out and try, and you can get past the embarrassment that you're going to have on Cringe Mountain, then you can be successful. That is the hardest part, like starting is the hardest part. Um, but again, it's still not as bad as you think because it's it's going to be an evolution. You may look at yourself now and look at somebody who's super successful and where you want to be, and think that man, like that is such a gap to get there, but it's really not because they're all it's it's all it is is small steps taken over a period of time, with consistency, and consistency is king. I mean, with everything. So if you can get past that, then it's just a matter of just continuing to take those consistent steps and you're gonna be where you want. But I think all of this starts in your mind, right? It's, it's about getting through that initial fear of even thinking about an idea. So like a really great analogy for this, and I know it's kind of cliche, but is climbing a mountain, right? So before you even start the hike, you probably maybe Google the trail and you see pictures of what you might be able to see. You might look at some of the reviews of other people talking about how difficult the climb is, how steep it is, and how you probably need to be in pretty good shape. And right here is the most critical moment in any journey of growth. It's getting past the contemplation stage and taking that that leap across that gap, like I mentioned earlier. And here's where it's super easy to let that fear take control and say, hey, maybe we should do an easier hike. Like, I'm not really sure if I fit into that category of being in good shape to climb this mountain. If you give in to those thoughts, then you've lost the opportunity for growth before you've even started. You're going to continue to do what you know is safe, what you're capable of and what you've probably done before. And if you do that, you're obviously just going to stay in the same spot. But if you can get past that nervousness and you can understand that the uncertainty and the fear is actually a massive opportunity to elevate what you're capable of, That is when new opportunities open and when growth actually happens, because then you're going to start to climb and you're going to start to stop at overlooks and you're going to see viewpoints you've never seen before. You're going to see new perspectives. You're going to gain confidence in the sheer fact that you were able to even make it up to that overlook. And then you're going to continue to climb because you have that momentum. You'll get to the next overlook and the next one. And eventually that's when you can reach the summit and it's here that you're gonna look around and realize, wow, there are actually so many other mountains that I can climb, (laughs) right? You're gonna look around and you're gonna see those other opportunities to expand that growth way beyond what you had originally thought because your perspective now has changed and you know that you had to do the work to get there. But all of this means nothing if you don't take that initial step on the trail. If you don't see your nervousness or anxiety as massive growth being disguised as fear, and taking that first step in the mentality of even just working past making the decision to commit,
1: yeah, that's a great analogy, and definitely rings true. I think the kind of the fundamental aspect behind all sources of fear that really holds people back is being afraid of what other people will think of them, mm-hmm. What is this person going to think if I fail? What is this person going to think if I try to do something that they might not agree with? What is this, what is my friend or family member going to think if I leave my job to pursue this passion of mine? How do you how do you get out of that trap of maybe you never get to the point where you totally don't care about other people's opinions, but how do you kind of move that aside and pursue pursue the things that you really want to pursue
0: yeah that's a great question and the answer for me is that i pull way back whatever my thoughts are if they're narrowed in on what are people going to think of me how is this going to affect you know how i'm perceived by the public or whatever stop right there pull way back and understand what you are you are a human Having a life experience on this planet, you get one shot at it and to be very blunt, you are going to die. The ending is the same for all of us. So you need to have the perspective of knowing this is your one opportunity to do this. Do you want to be at the end of your life and have the regret of not even trying to do the things that you wanted to do? That is super powerful. I want you, if you're listening to this episode right now, I want you to imagine yourself at the end of your life and think about the things that you want right now and think about how it would feel to not even have tried them. How does that make you feel? If you can tap into that feeling and understand that the opinions of other people have no influence on the life that you deserve and should lead you are limitlessly powerful in what you can create. Tap into that fear. Tap into that that thinking of regret that you would feel at the end of your life. It's so powerful because then you realize, yeah, other people's opinions don't matter. This is my shot. This is my opportunity.
1: Yeah we've all heard the interviews that people have conducted with like older populations maybe in retirement homes or or some kind of care like uh care homes or something and lots of people in their 80s and 90s when they know hey i got a maybe months left maybe a few years left whenever they're asked hey what are the what do you kind of uh ask about life lessons or anything. The conversation teams seems to always gravitate towards regret and the things that I, that they wish they had done when they had the opportunity to do them. And there's no, there's no necessary, most opportunities don't have an obvious expiration date, but death is a very clear expiration date for these, these dreams. And You need to understand that every week, every month, every year that you push the opportunity to jump at at something that you truly care about, every week or month or year that you push that down the road, it's less likely that you're ever going to accomplish something. And Even if you do pull the trigger down the road, you kind of the compounding effect of what you could accomplish in a particular discipline or uh, within the context of a particular goal that that potential significantly diminishes over time right because you did not take action earlier and yeah that's i i used to listen to a ton of motivational kind of self-development content actually that was really what got me started in in thinking oh i can transform my body oh i could maybe start a business one day oh i could maybe become successful in a particular area of my life that's really kind of the catalyst was starting to get really into tony robbins les brown some of these other powerful orators and it just really I think it was uh, Les Brown who talked about being on your deathbed and, and what are the hopes and dreams and, and things that will, will haunt you on your deathbed and, and tell you, Hey, we, we came to you to bring us to life and you, you let us down. You dropped the ball. You had the opportunity to, to make something of us and, you didn't you didn't take action i think it was also les brown who talks about the graveyard a graveyard being the most i forget the word he uses but the most valuable place on earth because there you will find all of the dreams that were never acted upon all the inventions that were never created all of the ideas that were never implemented that have died with people because they were too afraid to take action and, and move forward. So yeah, I love all that stuff.
0: Yeah. It's like the one quote, I forget who, who says it, but it's more or less like most men leave lives of quiet desperation, right? It's like, you're longing for something, but most people don't act on it. And if you think about the fact of, if I were to give you a million dollars a year for the rest of your life, every single year, and you did nothing with the money, nothing, It's just sitting in your bank account and then you die. What is that money worth to you at that point? To you? Nothing. So now just replace that currency with time. You're granted all these years, all these hours, all these minutes, all these weeks, months. If you don't do anything with that time, what is it worth? What is it worth to you? You are granted a finite amount of currency called time and it's up to you to decide how you spend it. And if you spend it in a way that you don't want to, well, then the worth is going to have much less value than if you actually invest it into the person you want to be, the things you want to do, the goals you want to achieve. So think about this perspective of the currency that we all have. And that can be a really powerful way to take action and realize, yeah,
1: time's ticking. The clock is going. So what are, let's, let's try to make this really practical for listeners. What are some questions that people can ask themselves to push past the fear and just start taking action?
0: For sure. Yeah. I think that when it comes down to it, you can think about a lot of these things and it might feel really emotional to think about taking action and fear. But you can boil it down to logic and this should help you in making those decisions. And again, like we talked about, kind of taking that first step in that initial fear to take action. So the first question that I would always ask is like, hey, does this align with my current goals? First and foremost, is this something that I even want? Or is this something that somebody else wants me to do or something I think I should do? Does this align with my current goals? The next question that you can ask is, could this decision potentially help me along the path to achieving those things? Right? So these are super simple questions. Number three, does it align with my core values and how I view the world and how I want to act in the world? Number four, what's more scary, the failure that may come from taking the action or the regret that you'll feel from not trying. And this is where you can use that perspective of kind of being at the end of your life and you know, feel what it feels like to have not tried this thing. How does that feel versus the, the scariness that you might feel from failing?
1: Yeah, can you just to kind of talk about that a little bit more? Because I think this is really powerful. I cannot imagine being on my deathbed and being filled with any kind of regret and knowing that I cannot do anything about it. Right. I am at the end of my opportunity to take any action and there is literally nothing I can do. Cuz even now I will even now I can look back a few years and think, "Oh, I really regret not doing that thing or I really regret not starting this earlier." Mm-hmm. I can look back just a few years and feel that way. Imagine 70 years down the road yeah, and knowing not only is it, I wish that I took action 70 years ago. (laughs) It's I cannot do anything about it now. Right. The, yeah, that's freaky.
0: (laughs) You can also look at it from the opposite perspective and you can thank yourself. You can thank your previous self for taking action. God, thank you, Jake, for taking the action you did six years ago. If I was the same person I was six years ago right now, I would be miserable. I would be so upset that I didn't do what I had the opportunity to do to get to where I want to be. If I was living the same life and all those dreams are just passing me by, because it's going to get harder the more that time goes by, it's not going to be easier. It's going to get harder, especially a lot of people, you know, they have kids or whatever or different things happen. And also tomorrow's not guaranteed the outlook of the world, the outlook of your life, like your health, like nothing is guaranteed 100% you have right now. Yeah. And well, that's pretty much the next question. It's asking yourself, Hey, am I okay with being the person I am today? The things I've accomplished, the life I have, the career, the relationships, the body, the mindset in 10 years. Am I okay with being the same person I am today in 10 years without making any growth?
1: I really hope the answer to that question for me is never yes. <laughs> if you say yes, and congrats to you, but I don't
0: think most people would would be okay with being the same person in ten years.
1: And also, if you say yes to that, you, you need to be a hundred percent authentic right. with yourself. And are you? It's it's easy to pay lip service to the idea that yeah, I I like where I'm at. I'm okay. I'm comfortable but do you actually feel that way cuz you can't lie to yourself you can't you can't no. tell yourself that something that's not true so you can you can tell your family and friends that you're happy and you're comfortable and life's great but if you don't truly feel that deep down if you do awesome i i wouldn't consider i'm really happy with where i'm at and i feel fulfilled with the the life that i'm currently living but i have but there's so much more that I want to accomplish. And I just right. I don't see myself ever being able to say yes, I'd be okay being this same person in 10 years. I'm I'm really not sure I'll ever be able to say yes to that. And actually I think that's a very healthy and okay thing to to feel. Yes. And I think lots of I think lots of our society tries to convince you that that's not a healthy place to live. This constant desire to continue growing and becoming better and not wanting to be the same person 10 years down the road. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of ideas about this need to just accept yourself for who you are. It's okay. You're you're great just the way you are. And yeah, maybe, I mean, I think some element of that is true and we should all appreciate who we are and the fact that we have this opportunity called life and you should, you should feel good about yourself, but I'm not, I'm not sure you should ever just a hundred percent accept, Hey, this is who I am. And this is who I will be. Moving forward and that's the way it should be.
0: Yeah, if you're not truly happy know. with that idea, of course. No, you shouldn't accept it. And I'm happily dissatisfied. Maybe six years ago I was just dissatisfied. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm happily dissatisfied. So that means that I'm I'm happy with where I am in the sense of the constant growth I'm continuing to achieve, but I'm dissatisfied in the sense of there's so many more things that I, I want to do and, and want to achieve. So, yeah, for people, you know, I don't want to say for people like me and you, that's that's not um, that's not what I want to say, because everyone's capable of this. But obviously, we've been through a lot of experiences in life where we can think like this. But for us, there is no finish line, right? It's just the constant evolution of growth. And I think that as you step more into opportunity and step more into fear, you will feel the same thing because. It's not about being dissatisfied, it's about seeing the opportunity and the potential that you have and knowing that that bar is just gonna continue to raise. And you can be happy in that process. I'm very much happy with the journey, more so than the destination now. And I'm sure a lot of people have heard that before, like, hey, the it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Um, but So yeah, I just wanna make that really clear that it's, this is not saying like, oh, hey, we're we're not happy people. It's like we are happy, but we just know that there's always more room to grow and we love that growth because we've seen how it's affected our lives the more times that we've stepped into opportunity and fear and how we've continued to level up and the things that it's done for us and the people that we've been able to impact and the movements we've been able to create and and help and do so many awesome things in life just because we stepped into fear.
1: I I think the... Yeah that that quote it's not about the destination it's about the journey that's that used to really kind of ring hollow for me because I I was in such a place we'll use building the vegan gym as an example because that's something that's been a big part of my life especially over the last decade when I was when I first left my job and I was like okay it's time to freaking hammer <laughs> like we were already working really hard but it's just like okay now we are burning through savings we had did not have any we had money coming in but not anything that we were paying ourselves we weren't paying ourselves at the time and that was a that was a, a difficult process to go through and it was just like head down full full force kind of moving ahead. And it was just like, we need to get to profitability. We need to get to a point where this is financially sustainable on its own. So I think it, at least for me, it's kind of one, I've just been thinking as you were talking, one thing that I've experienced at least kind of through business is that it has become more, I've been able to focus more on the journey as I have gone down that path because it's it's no longer as much about just feeling like I'm in a, my back's up against the wall. I'm in a desperate place and I just need to get to a certain destination ASAP. It's more so, okay. We got some really great momentum here. We're continuing to grow. We're profitable. Let's focus on uh, it. Yeah, we have big goals, but I have become. It's become easier for me to be comfortable just being present and focused on the journey instead of like, man, this is so this is so painful. <laughs> I need to get out of this place of immense pain. So I don't know if that. Do you, do you have any thoughts on that? Have you kind of had a similar experience or?
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's, I don't know. You can take it back to the mountain analogy is that getting to the top is the hardest part, right? Climbing that hole all the way up. But once you're at the top, there's little side trails and little overlooks and stuff you can do that are like, yeah, you might need to walk up a little bit more, but it's not going to be as crazy as it is to get up there. And it's the same thing with just building momentum in life. Like, getting going and overcoming those initial friction points, that's going to be the most effort that you have to have. If you haven't worked out in a decade, getting off the couch every day and getting to the gym and changing your diet to eat healthy foods is going to be hard. Not that it can't be done, but it's going to require a lot of effort. But once you start doing those things, once you build the momentum, then it's just, you know, its it's just about maintaining that momentum and then gradually getting faster. And, you know, so it's, it's a lot easier once you've overcome the biggest challenges. And that's, and that's the thing. That's why I think a lot of people don't see out their dreams and their ambitions because they can't get past that first stage. They can't get past the hard work it requires. They can't get past cringe mountain. They can't get past taking that initial step into fear. But, like you said, everything that you want is on the other side of fear. So, once you can get past all those things, you're just so much stronger and you're so much more capable. And then the opportunities are endless.
1: Yeah, I guess to, yeah, I appreciate all of that. I guess using the mountain analogy, to be clear, I do feel like we're we're one hour into climbing Mount Everest. (laughs) So I certainly don't feel like we have summited any mountain, but it, uh, but I guess, yeah, not to take the analogy too far, but I feel well equipped to climb Mount Everest. And I feel like I was dropped off at the base with in like boxers (laughs) and then, (laughs) and I've, We, as a team, we've like found all of the right gear to equip ourselves, and now it's like, okay, this is still going to be really tough, but at least I know I can, I have a chance of getting to the summit. (laughs) Now you got a jacket, (laughs) a pickaxe, and some oxygen. (laughs) Exactly. So that's yeah, I guess that's more how I how I view it. And obviously, you're not going to really enjoy the journey if you're climbing Mount Everest in boxers. So it's the. it's this idea that i i just feel i feel better equipped both mentally as well as kind of with our team to in to continue along this journey 100%. so i don't know if that helps anyone but i just i was thinking about it as you were talking and and i thought that would be an interesting thing to throw in. so jake do you have any other Thoughts that you want to share?
0: The only other thing that I would say is if you're listening to this and any of this has resonated with you and there's something in your life that you've been putting off and you've been sitting in that fear, I want you to commit to taking some form of action. I don't care how small it is, you need to start momentum. And remember again what I said, think about yourself at the end of your life and how you would feel if you didn't take action at this point and opportunity that you have right now. Go do it. You're going to learn so much. You're going to create momentum. You will figure it out. I promise you. Because I've done it time and time and time and time again in my life. It's never as bad as it seems. And I'm such a stronger person for doing it. Go take action. This
1: has been awesome. Thank you for your time, Jake. Absolutely. Thank you, man. To get access to some of our best content for free, head over to TheVeganGym.com. We've got tons of articles and guides to help you burn stubborn body fat, build lean muscle, and supercharge your health. You can even use our vegan nutrition calculator for free to figure out how much protein, calories, and micronutrients your body needs. Get started right now at TheVeganGym.com.